0: Welcome to Your Week Ahead with Mama Dada Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. Alright y'all, peace. We are live. We are in full effect. Welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us once again uh, for another episode. I mean, this is just such a treasure, a pleasure, and a delight to be on the air broadcasting. Even though it's another late-night special, we are still getting it in. I see you guys just blowing up. The listenership, and I just want to say that I appreciate you and I thank you for that. Uh, not because it satisfies me to have somebody listen to me, but because I know what I am here for. I know what I came here to do as your world healer, be dark and lovely Astro Tarot Goddess. And I just, I, I do get a sense of fulfillment that I'm doing what I'm supposed to. To do, even if it's just 100 people listening every week, guess what? That's powerful. That's positive, especially when you consider the sensitive times that we're living through energetically, spiritually, metaphysically, in ways beyond what a lot of people are really into on a day-to-day basis. You know, there's somebody got to keep up with the news. I'm not going to do it. You know, somebody's got to keep up with the latest trends. I refuse to do it. Um, You know, unless it serves a spiritual purpose Somebody's got to keep up with the latest TV drama episode And, you know, I'm not going to do it So, but there are some of us that are here to serve a a purpose That is beyond the physical and the material and the mundane And so uh, just to have that appreciated I just want to start out the show today Letting you know how much I appreciate you you um, definitely want to honor, revere, respect, remember Pay homage to our divine righteous ancestors For without whom we wouldn't be here Thank you, thank you, thank you And a huge special thank you And shout out to Brother Ampu um, The crew is gathering in Philadelphia this weekend Shout out to Minister Jude, Tanika, um, uh, uh, uh um uh, her name is in my mind right now. She was doing the series uh, with Brother Ampoo for a while, and I apologize, sister. I love your energy. Nikki. And so everybody's converging. I will uh, not be in attendance uh, this particular weekend, but my energy is there, my spirit is there, and I'm sending light, love, and divine protection to all those who are traveling to Philadelphia for uh, the banquet. And the appreciation dinner and all the awards and festivities that are going to go on this weekend. So, uh, with that, without further ado, we're going to jump into it. I felt my energy, and maybe it's because I've been doing these late-night shows, um, I felt my energy waning uh, in the middle of the show a little bit last week. So pardon me, forgive me, that doesn't take away from the message by far. Uh, please feel free to click on the link and, today's episode description uh, back to last week's show and get caught up. Um, definitely today, um, I'm just being led to just kind of go over some of the energies, uh, some of the stuff that even with the Neptune retrograde, I have mentioned it before, Neptune already stationed retrograde. It's stationed on the 16th, last, this past Friday. And I've heard it corroborated, the very thing that Spirit downloaded to me, I heard it corroborated through some other sources over this past week that this is a time of clarity. The veil is being lifted. We should be, once I said it weeks ago, I said if you if you have the audacity at this point and this stage in the game with uh, post. Neptune retrograding While Neptune is retrograde To open your mouth and have The audacity to say I'm confused I mean it depends on what's going on in your chart I do happen to know somebody That's got a lot of Libra and 7th house Energy pervading their chart Right now that does lend itself to Indecisiveness because Libra Can see both sides of the equation Equally and so it's a very Balanced energy so Um Unless you've got something like that going on that's really dominating your chart, there really is no reason and no substantiated excuse to say, I don't know what to do. I'm confused. If you're confused at this point in the game, you don't want to see which way to go. And that can be for various reasons. I pulled uh, cards for all the signs to give you, I prayed for messages to give you for the summer season, the entire three months, Cancer, Leo, and Virgo, uh, just to carry you through that season and just have some wisdom to kind of fall back on, you know, as things develop. And And I even got through that. There are various reasons why people aren't making decisions or are still having the nerve to claim that they're confused or don't know what to do. And so that will be addressed as well. Um, make sure to listen out for your sun, moon, and rising sign, and definitely even your Venus and Mars sign if you're dealing with matters of the heart or matters of love relationships. Um, but that, there's just no excuse, especially in the week ahead. I'm going to mention some things to y'all about the astrology for the week ahead, um, the week of Sunday the 25th through Saturday the 1st, and Chiron, the wounded healer, this is a a planetary body that represents our wounds, wounds that just won't heal, (laughs) wounds we just can't quite seem to heal in this lifetime, but we are charged with working through them and merging with them and understanding them and getting inside of them, okay, um, we'll see that coupling that with Neptune retrograde and the clarity, we should be getting, the veil is being lifted at this point, and so we should be seeing a lot more clearly the things that have been confusing us, the things that have been tripping us up, um, if you're confused right about now, you just you want to be confused. You want to stay in confusion. You want to have that excuse of, I'm confused, so then, therefore, I don't have to make a decision because I can just keep saying, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm confused. I don't know which way to go. I don't know which way to turn. I, my feelings are all over the place. My thoughts are all over the place. They don't have to be. They no longer have to be. Now, with hiring in the week ahead, stationing retrograde, it's going to be retrograde for five months as well. Is stationed here on the 30th of June, and it goes back direct on the 5th of December. So we're going to get a good five months with Neptune retrograde and with Tyron retrograde, um, but with Chiron specifically to address some of these wounds directly. I, I don't know about you, but I know some people who like to sleep stuff under the rug, <laughs> I know some people who like to act like ain't hey, nothing going on, and it, it's almost like out of sight, out of mind. If I don't have to deal with it directly, I don't have to acknowledge it as being real. I don't have to acknowledge it as being true. I don't have to acknowledge it as affecting me. But thank God for these planetary transits, like Neptune sectioning retrograde and Chiron sectioning retrograde, to position us. To heal. It's not to torture you. It's not to veil being lifted so you can see things clearly, so you can lose it and go crazy. Because that's what that's the effect it's going to have on some people. They just refuse to see things as they are. They just want to be deluded. They want to delude their own selves. They want to uh, uh, practice extreme and, and unhealthy forms of escapism. They want to stay drunk. They wanna stay hot. They wanna stay in this escape mode so they don't have to deal with what could be some painful realities. But it's not coming to I'm not going to say it's not happening to turn our world upside down because some of us need our world to get turned upside down so we can see that we've been turned upside down and it's really things lighting themselves. Some people live a lie. Some people live a lie. They wake up and they go to bed with a particular frame of mind that is nowhere near reality or truth And when she finally slaps them in the face to the point where they can't avoid it, they can't go around it, they can't sweep it under the rug, they can't uh, dodge it and duck and dive from it, that it, it becomes overwhelming. It becomes too much. I was watching a documentary the other day. I just really am addicted to documentaries. And I was watching this one. The title, I had no idea what it was going to be about, but the title kind of got me. It was called Bridge, and so I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and it was about the statistics regarding, and they dig deep um, into some specific stories of people's lives who decided to jump off the Golden Gate Bridge, okay? <laughs> I mean, it's it's staggering. It's staggering the statistic that this is the most, the place where the most people commit suicide, at least in the United States, I'm sure. Hopefully, nobody's coming from another country to jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. That's a lot. But... This is this is a notorious place, um, into, they get, they were doing a study, the documentary was, I guess it's an older documentary, and they were studying people in the year 2004, there were 24 people that jumped off and killed themselves that year, two of the bodies were never found. And one of the guys who survived his jump, and I mean, lucky to have survived that jump, um, he He was on the documentary being interviewed, but twenty four people hell that's a person every other week they actually had footage of a few of them and footage of one of them being pulled back over and uh it was a guy who just so happened to be out there uh taking photographs. he was a photographer, and he was shooting, you know, the lady, and then ended up, he said, he got caught up in shooting, and he realized, oh, this lady's about to jump, and he pulled her over. And then there was another, uh, a, a couple, and there are two small children, and even the little boy was recounting, the lady, she put down her purse, and then she climbed over the, um, the, the gate, and she just jumped, like they had no idea she was about to jump. And so I'm bringing that up because, the, even especially to hear the one that jumped but survived, and even to hear some of the ones that didn't survive and their their the the loved ones they left behind that were being interviewed, like the parents of this one gentleman, <sighs> and even the friends of this other gentleman that jumped. The lady said. Had he waited even a day at the time he was jumping he was, he, he he was a, this particular guy was in despair because he hadn't had a job in a while, and just his his life you know just took a turn, and he wasn't emotionally or mentally prepared to handle it that's what's so critical about what I'm really going to get into in this episode about feeling. That's what the cancer season motto is, I feel. But it's so critical to to allow ourselves to feel even the painful things, even the the things that cause us anguish to, to think and feel them. It's so critical to give ourselves a space where we can deal with those emotions because they don't go away on their own. They don't just disappear. They don't just dissolve without any effort on our part to merge with them and to heal through them. And so this guy, the lady said at the time, she said, I don't know when he jumped, but I know when I came home from work, I heard on the answering machine that that he had got a job offer that day, that day. It's never too late to make a decision to allow ourselves the opportunity to maneuver successfully through these feelings. It's never too late. Even the guy that survived, he he says uh, he, he at the end he was near, he he finally he said some things there at the end of the documentary. He said, uh, "Uh, what did he say?" He said, "Uh, oh, he said I will never be normal again because I guess there was a, a point in his life where, you know, he really started to lose his grasp." He said at a certain point he started to hear voices and they would tell him to do stuff and all this stuff. He said, I know I'll never, and, and now he's uh, he has to take medication. He has, he Not only does he have to take medication, but for his particular ailment, mental and emotional ailment to be normalized and stabilized, for him to live a normal life, he has to live on the schedule. Uh, his dad said he has to wake up at a certain time, take his medicine. He has to eat at a certain time. He has to take his medicine at the end of the day at a certain time and go to bed at a certain time. Otherwise his whole little thing going to be sold, his whole little energy going to be sold off. And so um, he was just saying, I'll never be normal again. He said, but I have learned to live with it. That's the moral of this Neptune and Kyron Retrograde great story is that even in an instance like his, he has learned to merge with the things that he has to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Maybe you, like me, have lost a dear loved one, and they've they passed on. And you have to learn to live with that. I was telling the mama's baby earlier in the week, I said, you never get over it. You know, you're grieving the loss of a loved one. You're grieving the loss of a relationship. You're grieving the loss. of of a particular status in your life. you used to making six figures, and now you can't seem to find nothing but a minimum wage job. You've lost status and and reputation in your life, and you grieve that. Listen, the man uh, that had the job interview notification left on his voicemail you know, he, he was in total despair because he wasn't living the lifestyle he used to live. Now he's bumming on friends' couches and you know it's like and, and and another thing that stuck out in his story that the lady kept saying it was a couple and I guess he was friends with the couple. The man had a lot to say as well, but of course the women the woman was a bit more loquacious in the and the documentary and in the interviewing. Um but she kept saying, uh And it was the day one. It was the day before this happened. She kind of shooed him away. It was a couple of women like that where the man. It wasn't a man they were in relationship with, but she kind of she wasn't taking him seriously because it was. It had been so many years. Y'all know anybody that been negative in their mindset and in their Speech and behavior for a long time. She said it had been years, and every time she talked to him, he would say, Man, I'm just going to kill myself. And she stopped taking him seriously because it had been so long. She just was like, Oh, he always says stuff like this. And um, gosh, even the other woman who it was her a friend of hers that killed him jumped off the bridge. Uh, she did a couple of things that just blew me away. First, she gave the guy uh, some depression medication that she didn't take because it prevented her from sleeping, and she didn't like that. And she even had the wherewithal to take it out of the bottle so if, he ever, if something averse did happen, it wouldn't be tied back to her. So she put it in an envelope and gave it to him. He ended up taking them, having the same effect where he couldn't sleep, but that really was where his turn for the worst came because now not only is he depressed, but he's depressed and can't sleep, so he's up all night with these depressive thoughts. Then she had the nerve. He he said he didn't feel like he could be alone that night. He He didn't feel like he should be alone, but she was going through something herself and felt like she needed to be alone, so she turned him away. That was the last time she saw him. Um, and and it, the, my point in, in these two references is that the habit of negative thinking, the habit of, of negativity, the habit of negative self-talk, it's impactful. I told y'all last week, and I reminded my mom uh, mama, daughter's mama's babies this week. Sun and Mercury aligned yesterday. Thoughts are becoming things at an alarming rate right now, and their effect sun-mercury conjunction is critical at the time of the new moon on Friday this week. So it's going to color our entire month ahead, the entire season of cancer ahead, plus. So when I'm telling y'all that it's critical that your mind and your mouth and your movement line up with the highest vibration you can manage to access now more than ever, I'm not just saying that. You're going to see some things in the 30 days ahead of us, hopefully around you and not in you because you have the distinct advantage of having access to information such as the spiritual information and wisdom, metaphysical information and wisdom, wisdom from beyond that you're not going to get on CNN. Because I don't unlike them, I don't have an agenda. My only agenda is exactly what your world healer, the dark and lovely extraterrestrial goddess, came to do, which is heal. Your world healer, and the only reason that I am in a position to heal is because I myself have have had to and am continuing to heal through. Much of the things that I've described so far on this show already. Okay, I've dealt with many of the things that I've described—grieving the loss of the things. I've told y'all before how I got kicked out. <laughs> that wasn't but a year and a half ago, and somehow I'm—I was able to merge with that reality. You know. I, I, I'm learning, I, I used to say things like, by the grace of God, and I, and I still believe that. But I no longer look at God, Goddess, as an entity outside of myself. I, I'm learning to give my higher self credit for being strong. I'm learning to give my higher self credit for Being fearless enough to face the difficult things, like having to uh, come face-to-face with the person that kicked you out over and over again, just like I've had to come face-to-face with people who have disrespected and dishonored me in various ways over and over again. Some of the wisdom I'm going to give some of the signs when I go over uh, the tarot pools for each sign, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like, huh, what? You want me to do what? Huh? It's possible. It's possible to show compassion to people who have totally disrespected you. You can still have healthy boundaries. That don't mean let them back in so they can do it again. They've shown you who they are. You might want to believe them but it doesn't mean that you can't show them the tenderness and compassion that they actually need. It's the hurting people that have hurt you in the first place. They have to really be hurting to do a certain thing to you. Okay? Um, let's keep it moving here. Um Let's go ahead and jump into I don't want to make sure I can be heard. I'm not quite sure why this isn't allowing me to hear myself, but hopefully we are recording um in the week ahead sunday uh the twenty fifth and and also make a note of this you guys uh i I noticed that there is some flaws in one of the websites that I gather. Um, information for my notes from, and that puts, uh, when I gave you all times last week, it might have been off an hour, depending on what I was mentioning at the time, uh, but I made sure this week that I, I got those, like, I, I received information from multiple courses to ensure that I got the times right. Sounds like I can be heard, so I'll keep going. So at 107 a.m. Sunday, we start the week off, the moon will have been in, we close this week out with the moon in Cancer, okay, the energy of the new moon. And so uh, we go into the week still, the week ahead, still in that Cancerian energy, and you know, we're going to be in a whole month of cancer, so we'll have plenty of time to acquaint ourselves with this energy, and when you think about cancer, you know, it kind of makes me think about It's one of its sister water signs, um, cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces are all water signs, and, you know... Cancer, kind of like Pisces, is an energy that, you know, you can mess around and sleep on, kind of like Pisces and just think, oh, you know, Pisces ain't nothing, cancer ain't nothing, you know. But cancer is, first of all, it's a cardinal sign. It initiates, it starts off an entire season, the entire summer season, cancer starts it. So there you go. Uh, That's one thing that really makes it a powerful, initiatory, you know, breakout, pioneering energy. So know that here over this month ahead, we've got a divine opportunity to make some major headway emotionally. And cancer governs that fourth house, the bottom of the circle chart, the very bottom that governs the most private parts of our charts and our lives and ourselves our homes, our family, our roots, where we come from, our inner emotional foundation, our core, the people that support us, how we support ourselves. I mean, this is huge. Because if we get this part right, the feeling, cancer, I feel, therefore I am, if we get this part right, we can build on a firm, sure, supportive foundation that won't break, that won't crack, that won't shift, that six months from now, when we're having a full moon in cancer as a response to this new moon in cancer, and a light, a clear light is being shown on just how well we girded ourselves up emotionally just how well we manage to support ourselves and receive support from those around us. And that's key. That's critical. If you have people around you that don't support you in this season, it's going to show six months from now. Hell, it might show two weeks from now at the full moon in Capricorn. And you know that Saturn rules, so it ain't playing. It's coming on the 9th of July to teach us something. It's karmic, reaping what you sow. Keep, keep sowing seeds of, well, I don't know, and I don't know how I feel, and I don't know what I want. And Cancer is about what we need. I don't know what I need. What are my needs? It's, it, we don't have no excuse. Mercury's direct, it ain't even in the zone It don't go into a Mercury retrograde zone until the end of July So we can't use that one Neptune is retrograde, which lifts the veil It rips the veil so we can see and feel more clearly Can't use that It's time, baby Card- Cancer is a cardinal sign Card- Cardinal signs ain't sitting around waiting Cardinal signs ain't immutable and shifty and changeable. Cardinal signs aren't fixed signs where they can't change and can't move. Cardinal is about that let's set, set it off life. That's, that's it. And, and in cancer, we're setting it off with the way that we feel. That means you can't run and hide from them. Not this season. You don't need them. You're going to need them to build you a firm foundation on to build off of and on top of. You're going to need them in order to establish and set down a root in your life and anchor down and feel supported. You're going to need them. Don't abandon yourself in this season. Don't... uh, If others uh, abandon you, don't you abandon you. Okay? Uh, one seven am on Sunday Mars uh, squares Jupiter at thirteen degrees. Mars is in cancer. thirteen degrees right now. Cancer cancer is where the energy is at right now my my precious precious listeners. Uh, the sun just went in there that is the sun going into cancer is what initiated. Cancer season is what initiated the summer solstice. It's what initiated the summer season. Okay, Mercury was really close behind, just by some hours. Mercury aligned, aligning right with the sun. They're running neck and neck right now. They're together. They're married in the sky. And Mars been in Cancer. Mars had, had had already entered cancer. So we got three major planetary energies in cancer right now. And here in the week ahead, in the early, early rising hours on Sunday, Mars that's already at 13 degrees cancer is squaring Jupiter at 13 degrees in Libra. It's the only time this alignment is happening this year, and it's uh, – only going to happen once next year and once in 2019. It happens twice in 2020, okay? Uh, It it won't happen again next until November 19th of 2018. So take heed and take advantage of the highest vibrations of this energy. Uh, With Mars, Mars is the very energy that governs Aries, the first sign, the first cardinal sign. Cancer is the second cardinal sign, okay, and Mars is the I am, okay, as Cancer is the I feel, Mars is the I am, and the I am is squaring Jupiter, the I see or the I perceive, the energy of expansion and growth and adventures and higher learning, okay, so with Mars, this initiatory energy squaring Jupiter, Okay, it is that initiatory energy we are going to need in this cancer season to set it off, to start new projects, to take necessary risks, to achieve the success that we want to see on a larger scale, okay? Uh, You know, Mars is really brave and courageous. You got to be to be the first sign out the gate of the entire 12 Okay So It kind of Is the energy that don't care (laughs) Who stands in its way It's the energy of the soldier That's on the front lines You know ready To to win And so ready to lead And so um, One thing that's going to Benefit you Especially because it's the square when it's these more challenging interactions between these planetary bodies, then it increases the risk of vibrating on the lower manifestation of the energy. With Jupiter, it, it, it lower manifestation of that is going too far, going too fast, and too far for your own good. Uh, overdoing it, over selling it, over exaggerating, overeating, overindulging. So when you couple that with this Mars energy and the potential for the lower vibration there, it's just like selfish and, you know, um, aggressive and, and 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 ready for war but not in a good way. So the the risk of being impulsive and not really thinking uh about Especially with lower vibrational Jupiter You're not really seeing the details You're just ready to go Ready to go and ain't got no plan Ain't got no uh, course of action you just ready to go Don't know where you're going So avoid by all means Acting impulsively and rationally If you're not considering the details Of the consequences of, of these actions Mars is the action taker And so, yes, you're going to have the courage. You're going to have the emphasis. You're going to have um, the drive to achieve something, to do something. Um, But aggression is not going to be the key here. Uh, If anything, stay ready to defend, but not ready to offend, okay? Okay. Um, don't go around picking fights, provoking people, and all that in the week ahead for sure. Right now, really, because you can say these energies are lined up right now. Jupiter is in Libra right now. Mars is in Cancer right now. So this energy is active now. It's just that it's going to be exact early on Sunday rising. Okay, uh, for people who were born with Mars. For uh, let me also mention um, just. Especially with Jupiter, like I said, Jupiter's lower vibration is to go too far, too fast, and not consider the details. So whenever Jupiter could potentially rear its ugly head, one of the keys is going to be balance and moderation of your energy, okay? Where Jupiter wants you to have, like, okay, five bowls of ice cream, let's get it. Moderating your energy is saying, okay, one bowl is enough. Some ice cream, I'm good. Um, so that when think of that in terms of your margin actions that you take, and you know, by all means take action, but consider the consequences. Consider others. Mars kind of just is thinking of itself. Consider others, and consider the potential for you to go too far, to burn out, to, to exhaust yourself or others, and pull it back just a little. Moderate that just a little. You don't need five bowls of ice cream. One will satisfy until the next time it's time to have ice cream. Um, for people who were born with Mars, square Jupiter in their natal chart, like, John Coltrane and Bobby Christina Brown, Chuck Berry, Nat King Cole, Duke Ellington, and Jaden Smith. Um, it tends to man. It actually tends to manifest more positively. Um, these people tend to have a lot of energy. You know, uh, Jupiter of course is expanding the margin energy. Uh, they just the square comes in because they need to get it out. They need to let it out. You know, maybe that's kind of one of Bobby Christina's pitfalls uh, or downfalls is that, you know, we didn't hear a lot about her doing things with her energy, Um, and maybe that's just one of the things that could have put her in a position to kind of be around a little longer, you know, having some aims, having some goals, having some drive and ambition towards some achievement. And the square may have shown up where she wasn't able to really put that abundance of energy into a safe, productive, constructive outlet. Okay. Um. It, it, even in some interpretations, it mentions that being if you're born with this aspect in your chart, that being too conservative would waste the enormous ta- enormous talents that come. With this aspect in your chart, okay? it's the impulsive desire and the initiative that is needed in the world to create things and undertake bold actions that others may be too afraid to do, and you know i don't I didn't know Bobby Christina personally, maybe because she was born uh, under the two famous parents uh that she felt like you know what what can I do? what can I? What bold action can I take? I'll never be, you know, my mom or dad. So rest her soul in light and in power. Also in the week ahead, Sunday the 25th when we get into the afternoon, 1.44 p.m. Central, the moon does square Uranus and go void. It only goes void for a few hours, 3 hours and 22 minutes. So, I mean, it's going to be a Sunday. I can't imagine anybody having an important meeting or interview, Um, but between about 1.45 and 5, 5.06 p.m. Central, exactly when the moon enters Leo, uh, you know, just that's not the time to meet up with new people. It's just a very short amount of time, so it'll probably be a blip on the map more than likely. But... Um, it it would be a good time to kind of take stock, um, make to do list, refine, edit, review things that you uh, ha- have already begun, um, in preparation for the moon going into Leo. Because when the moon goes into Leo, we will get in amidst this Cancerian Cancer season, where the energy is a bit. On the heavier side, especially with Neptune retrograding and the veil being lifted, and Ky- and Chiron. Chiron won't be retrograde at this point, but it's on its way at this point, Five days away at this at the point of Sunday when the moon goes Sunday evening when the moon goes into Leo. Um, you know, it'll be a welcome little few days, couple days here while the moon's in Leo, uh, where the energy should lift. The energy, Leo is ruled by the sun, even though the sun's in cancer, (laughs) the energy while the moon's in Leo should be cheery in its vibration, uh, fun, enjoyable, um, action-oriented, joyful, heightened moods, Spontaneous, childlike, inner child, children—you know all the beautiful, fun, funny, just for fun energies that Leo, um, you know, purports. So, uh, creativity and allowing that inner child—it is creative—to come out. The, the is when the moon's in Leo when it's okay to be a little dramatic because it's fun. Um, you know, wearing your bright, Leo, orange, yellow, red colors and, you know, enjoying a night out. Or um, it, it may be Sunday this week that feels more like the weekend than perhaps Friday or Saturday. So that's just the energy to look out for and to welcome with open arms. Um, celebrities that were born with Moon and Leo... Are Halle Berry, Queen Latifah, Carlos Santana, Venus Williams, Brandy, Smokey Joe Frazier, Forrest Whitaker, and James Brown. So the moon, whatever sign your moon is in has a huge influence on your personality and your uh, life, especially if you're a woman, because the moon is a feminine energy that governs women significantly. Uh, Monday, June the 26th, early, early in the rising, 1.18 a.m. Central, Mars trines. Mars is just at 13 degrees Cancer. is going to be at 14 degrees Cancer and trining Neptune, which is at 14 degrees Pisces. I mentioned earlier in the show that Cancer and Pisces along with Scorpio are water signs, and they form a trine, a triangle. Uh, they're uh, each 120 degrees away from each other. So, this this uh, aspect called the trine is a very flowy, harmonious gift of an energy. It's a, it's flowing and harm and it's flowing no matter what. Um, if you're vibrating high, it's going to be harmonious. In my experience and observation. It can be flowing and disharmonious if you're um, manifesting these energies on the lower vibration. So it does increase dramatically the chance of some of the lower vibrations manifesting as well. It's not a guarantee to be good vibes unless you're guaranteeing yourself those good vibrations by existing on those higher the planes of awareness where these energies are. So With um, Mars trying Neptune, Mars, once again, as a reminder, the planet of taking action and going for it and setting it off and staying ready to go on the front lines, you know, driven, ambitious, courageous. Um, And Neptune, the planet that I've I've been mentioning so far this show, that's retrograde right now, that governs not just illusions and delusions and confusion, but also on the higher, higher vibrations, imagination, unconditional love, merging and dissolving and, you know, all being one, okay? So when Mars is trying Neptune like it is on the 26th of, uh, in the week ahead and, and for the final time this year, and actually, it's not going to happen next year in 2018 at all. After December 28th this year, Mars is not going to try Neptune again until June 14th of 2019. So take advantage once again. Uh, with Mars trying Neptune, that stimulating, activating, charged, assertive energy of Mars is really in a way, impacting Neptune. Now, it can go both ways. I'll mention how Neptune could be impacting Mars just as easily as well. But our creativity, our imagination, our compassion can't easily be stimulated in the week ahead, which, once again, is boding extremely well for this Cancerian energy with Mars. For Jupiter, It was going, it's going to be uh, helpful and beneficial Of stimulating the initiative that we need to take, uh, especially as it relates to our feelings, especially as it relates to our inner foundation, especially as it relates to our home and our family and um, our roots and property and real estate, okay? Um, And with Mars trying Neptune, it's, it's, it's powerful because it's stimulating. The water aspects of Cancer. Mars square Jupiter is simulating the cardinal aspects of Cancer. I feel, and Mars trying Neptune in our week ahead. These are both happening really early in the week, at really early points in the day. So I imagine <laughs> we're going to wake if we get much sleep at all early, early in next week. Um, if we even if we do get a bit amount of sleep, we're going to wake up rich to go when it comes to these things, and Mars, trying Neptune is going to stimulate our need for unconditional love, and, you know, we're not going to be able to hide from these more sensitive, compassionate parts of ourselves and others that require attention. Cancer, once again, as a reminder, is, governs our needs. You can can deny yourself something for for so long, but when you need it, you eventually have to address it. And that's what cancer season is bringing to the fore for all of us is what our needs are, especially our emotional needs, okay? With Mars trining Neptune, um, you know, Mars is a sexual energy. So you combine that with this more spiritual neptunian energy and it's a trine, so the flow is there it's going to be an easy flow and there could be a charming magnetic attractiveness that uh bodes really well for relationships if you're in relationships or uh wanting to be in a romantic partnership this is a really good energy okay for that um more on, you know, it's the softer side. Neptune has a softening effect. You could even say, and some interpretations do say, a weakening effect on whatever energy it's um, interacting with. And so, where Mars is normally, so that's why the Mars where Jupiter is gonna really come into play if we can get it, if we can get. The message of the highest vibrations of Mars for Jupiter, because Mars trying to you can you can try to be overly aggressive and combative and argumentative if you want to. Mars trying Neptune's gonna have something for you, okay? So um, the even within just the idea of being a tra- magnetically attracting energy toward us the energy is going to be less aggressive. Neptune's going to make sure of it. It's going to dissolve all that, <laughs> okay? And so it's going to, instead of being so aggressive, it's going to be more spiritual, okay? It's going to be more tender and compassionate and understanding and accepting and surrendering and forgiving. That That's going to bode well for a lot of people who... Um, have been having issues in relationships, but even if you're not in a relationship with anybody, I think it's going to bode really well for our energies in and of themselves. Okay. So a, a really powerful way to express this energy, whether you're in a relationship or not, um, is just to access these higher manifestations of Neptune, because Neptune is going to win. And in, when you got Mars and Neptune together, Mars is not gonna overpower Neptune. If anything, it's gonna late Neptune to show itself even more. So you might as well just get in on that good Neptune energy by uh, expressing your creativity and imagination through creative outlets, especially if they're physical creative outlets. That's gonna that's gonna satisfy Neptune and Mars at the same time. Um, That's going to make it, you know, you're going to be flowing harmoniously with this energy. Um, Dancing, that's creative and it's physical. Um, Doing something like creative with your hands, like pottery or sculpture, that's physical and it's creative. Go for it, okay? Um, And you may be stimulated towards Neptunian things like spiritual activities. You may just feel the impetus. To do, to do that, go with it, flow with it, okay, um, anything of a spiritual nature, astrology is spiritual, you could be inclined earlier in the week to in, indulge in that, you could be listening to this um, episode in the early part of the week, so that's the, the flowing gift of, this, of an alignment like this is that you flew, you flowed right on into uh, listening to the show today, if you listen earlier in the week, So that's powerful. Um, draw on all the spiritual energy that you can access, okay? All the selfless energy and compassionate energy that you can access, okay? Um, if you even, especially if you see somebody that needs a little compassion, somebody who's in a bad way, somebody who's down or out, somebody who's being, uh, you know, mistreated and you kind of come through. In that way, you know, that's going to be a real positive way to manifest this Mars energy that wants to get on the front line and do something, as well as this Neptunian energy that wants to merge and simply be, you know, and and, and promote an opportunity for others to do the same. Now, if you were born with Mars trying Neptune in your chart, like Halle Berry, she's got them in water signs, so... Cancer and Scorpio, so does Eddie Murphy. Um, uh, OJ Simpson and Latoya Jackson and Angela Davis have them in air signs. Uh, OJ and Angela both in Gemini Libra, Uh, Latoya in Aquarius and Libra, and Little Romeo has it in Earth, Virgo and Capricorn. Uh, If you're born with Mars, trying to turn in your chart, that's going to add to your drive to be creative. I mean, come on. Look at Eddie Murphy and all the characters that he comes up with. Even Halle Berry has a good range of characters. She's played one of her first characters. I think maybe the first character she ever played was a crackhead. Like, you know, just to go there in, in this emotional way. She's got the cancer scorpio like Eddie Murphy does. Um, And so these people tend to be very creative, um, passionate, and they they tend to fight for the underdog and worthy causes. Um, And they can, you know, without a lot of force, Forcefulness or aggression. They could be. They tend to be more assertive than aggressive, and they tend to come across as non-threatening, and 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 that magnetic, you know, spiritual appeal that I was describing earlier. They were born with it, okay, and they tend to be driven towards creative fields and outlets, dancing and singing, and the like. Okay, uh, Tuesday, the twenty seventh. 1.21 p.m. Central, um, Tuesday afternoon, Mercury is squaring Jupiter, um, Mercury once again, um, 13 degrees Cancer, Jupiter at 13 degrees Libra, so you see here how, uh, gosh, Mercury is moving so fast, it like it aligns with the sun, it is in alignment with the sun, and still is by the time of the new moon. But boy, oh boy, by next week, it's been caught up with Mars. I told y'all Mars was in cancer before the sun and Mercury, and Mercury is for a full steam ahead. So where Mars forced Jupiter Sunday earlier in the week, um, Mercury goes on and catches up to it by Tuesday and is squaring Jupiter. So um, it can be easy when Mercury is squaring Jupiter. Once again, Jupiter is excessive. You know, It can be. It can be excessive. It can get too much too fast. And then we have Mercury squaring, so that's the information, that's the communication. So it's going to be easy to put our foot in our mouth, <laughs> This energy is one where it will be really easy to put off it in our mouths, um, to overlook. I told you Jupiter tends to miss the details. Um, so mentally, when it comes to paperwork, communication, negotiations, it almost is going to feel like a little Mercury retrograde, you know? So um, kind of... Uh, The the tendency to overstate something is, you know, you you just, instead of 85, beating a dead horse, basically. Um, And, of course, while I'm referring to things getting a little Mercury retrograde (laughs) My line disconnects and I had to call back in, and so I hope I can be heard. Let me go ahead and do another quick check on that while I jump back into the uh, my interpretation of Mercury square in Jupiter and our week ahead on Tuesday afternoon. So um, this could be an energy where, like I said, you're just taking it too far, going just overboard, and then with Mercury, it's the chattiness, it's the gossip. This is a time where it's, it, you know, it may be a lot of gossip going on. It may just be people talking to hear themselves talk, okay? Our mental focus can be a little off around this time, and we could be taking things, material things like our plans and our ideas, just a little too far, okay? And, of course, others around us could be doing the same thing. Um, This is the last time this alignment of Mercury for Jupiter is going to happen until February 13th of next year. So um, make sure that you just keep it in mind. Uh, I would definitely say double-check. Kind of like more Mercury retrograde suggestions would be applicable here. Uh, And I wouldn't do anything that is highly mercurial around this time next week. Uh, the energies tend to increase and intensify as it kids toward alignment. So definitely Monday, this day, Tuesday, uh, this aligns directly in the afternoon, and I would even give it a day. <laughs> I would, if you have like an interview, a test to take, I would push it to the end of the week if at all possible. And if you can't push it, don't, this is not the week. If you have to take a test or do an interview this week where you have to study and prepare yourself so that you're going to be asked questions, this is not the week to think you can wing it, wait for the last minute or anything like that. Check and double-check. You can't be too detailed when you're studying or preparing for a mentally challenging activity in the week ahead, okay? Uh, you know, sure, plans can go awry. Like, if you have somewhere you have to be or travel to, this isn't the week to especially if it's a place you haven't traveled before, this isn't the week to think, wow, I know that area. You know, look up the directions before you leave. Look up if the traffic before you leave. If there's a, a, a detour in the road or something like that, don't leave at the last minute. That's going to be critical and pivotal. Just like in your travels, don't wait for the last minute. In your mental uh Things of a mental and communication nature. Don't wait for the last minute. If you have to have um, a talk with somebody, an important conversation, you know, um, guys, if you can put it off, (laughs) if you can put it off till later in the week when the energy is dying down. And I say that confidently because hell, it's not going to align again until February of next year. So it's going to be waning and decreasing as the week goes on, Uh, but earlier in the week there's just going to be a lot of opportunity for things to just go too far or just be a whole lot of talk and not a lot getting uh, accomplished, understood, or really said, or saying a whole bunch but missing the real critical important details um, if you do have an interview earlier in the week and you can't push it back, you know, when you're asked a question, the, 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 when they suggest, you know, that you pause, not like an awkward, long, two-minute pause, but pause and allow yourself to think of the main details of what you want to convey so you make sure to get that out when you finally open your mouth, okay? Kind of stuff like that where you're mentally preparing for to be successful in a climate of Mercury Square Jupiter when the odds are kind of against you. Um, you know, you vibrate high on Jupiter energy. You you can vibrate low on Jupiter energy, and you can end up coming across as self-righteous and know-it-all, kind of a jerk, you know. But you vibrate high on Jupiter energy when you allow yourself to be wise, when you allow yourself to... Um, to have a sense of humor that may kind of lighten the energy if, if it's an interview or a serious conversation and it's getting too heavy, that, that's a higher vibration of Jupiter, okay? And, you know, higher vibrations of Mercury is just all the things I've already said, where you're planning ahead, you're planning for contingencies, you're planning for worst and best-case scenarios just in case, you're leaving early, that's high vibrational Mercury, where you're factoring in uh, things that relates to communication and travel so the odds can go more in your favor because um, it is a square. It is a challenging energy, so you've been forewarned and forearmed, okay? Um, let's see here. Uh, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Jupiter is the great benefic. Just vibrate high on both of those energies and you should be fine. Yeah. Uh, Moderate, once again, with the Jupiter energy, like with when I was talking about Mars playing Jupiter earlier in the week, moderate those energies. You know, Um, don't be too confident going into the interview uh that's where I was saying, you know, self-righteous attitudes and stuff like that. And, um, and don't over, you know, don't overstate a thing. If you said something, say it and be done with it. Don't kill it. <laughs> um, if you were born with Mars for Jupiter, like Jackie Chan, Aretha Franklin, Shaq, Miles Davis, Chili Rosanda Thomas, from TLC to St. Overture, and uh, I think I saved that can already, Condoleezza Rice, and then the, the, this lends to you actually being quite clever and waxing philosophical more times than not. And so... Um, it bodes quite well on a mental level for these people to have a good understanding of of really any subject. Um, The only issue with this when it comes to it being an aspect in your natal chart is the potential to, once again, kind of the wonkiness of a Mercury retrograde and kind of missing details. You know, not being able to uh, concentrate or not being able to really discipline yourself mentally and intellectually. So, you know, good good thing for Shaq, he plays sports, (laughs) you know. Uh, And not that you don't have to have mental or intellectual acuity to be good at sports, but, you know, he wasn't really known for his acuity, especially from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Um, but these people can realize their potential more fully uh, when they do work on concentrating, when they can learn to focus that concentration uh, through reading, just improving their learning skills and capabilities. Moving on, uh, Tuesday earlier in the evening, 4:12 p.m. Central, the moon does chime Uranus. Uh, for three hours and 29 minutes, it goes void, okay? So another brief, short void period in the week ahead um, It's later in the day. I don't think anybody's having any interviews after 4 o'clock in the evening um, unless it's like a, another shift position, like a third shift position or something, uh, but you've got the heads up. It's only a three-hour window, so... Uh, definitely Tuesday evening if you're going to get together after work or something, get together with people you already know if you're going to do something after work that day or later in the evening make sure it's not something brand new or doing it for the first time or something really huge or important like a a meeting or a a large purchase, okay don't start any new projects but it's during that time now, book or, uh, 7.41 p.m. when the moon finally enters Virgo, we do have another alignment uh, Mercury shining, Neptune just like Mar- Mar- Mercury is just mimicking Mars in the week ahead. So Mars does it first. Our actions we have, we get the impetus to do it first. We get the, the drive to initiate an action first and then our thoughts kind of catch up to it. So that is, um It's really interesting, especially since it's in Cancer, Mars and Mercury in Cancer. So, you know, especially with these, we've got the square to Jupiter from both of them, Mars and Mercury, and we've got the trine from both of them to Neptune. So, and the thing about it is Jupiter and Neptune, which both Mars and Mercury are making contact with, both a stressful or challenging one as well as a supportive and, and, and harmonious one. Um, there's once again kind of this energy to, or this, uh, you know, this suggestion energetically to moderate our energies. That's kind of an overarching thing for our week ahead to moderate our energies, as well as if we are going to go all out, on an energy If we are feeling that emphasis To go hard in the paint Go hard When it comes to the spiritual things Jupiter and Neptune Are very similar energies Jupiter is the um, Ancient ruler Before you know Neptune, Pluto And Uranus were discovered uh, Jupiter ruled Pisces Neptune is the Modern ruler of Pisces So these energies are both Jupiter and Neptune that Mercury and Mars are making struct challenging and supportive contacts to in the week ahead, they are both spiritual energies. And yes, you can be you can engage spiritually so much where you need to ground yourself again. That could be, you know, a way that, that it can go bad or go too far spiritually. But you know, can you really be too unconditionally loving? Can you really be too compassionate, especially when you're reminding yourself to moderate your energy, energy, to draw a line somewhere, okay? I don't need five bowls of ice cream. I can draw a line after the first one and still have my ice cream. I can be compassionate and behave selflessly and, and with understanding, inner understanding, uh, and unconditional love, and not be a doormat. That's a lot of this cancer season energy of allowing yourself to feel a lot of this Neptune retrograde energy of allowing yourself to see the truth and have the scales of illusion ripped from our eyes and see things for what they are. And as we talk here in a second about tyrantization and retrograde, have the scab on the wound peeled off and still allow ourselves to have healthy boundaries where we're not taking the scab off and and dadgum letting somebody wound us in the same place. You know that's got to hurt won't get re-wounded in the same area where you got injured before. No, nobody's saying that. So with Mercury trining Neptune additionally, um, it's not. It's going to make Tuesday evening. This lines up at 722 p.m. Central. Um, it's not going to be a good time. Once again, it's Mercury, our mind, and Neptune. So it's not going to be about critical details. It's not going to be a lot about logic and practicality. I'm not saying don't be logical next Tuesday evening. I'm not saying don't be practical or real next Tuesday evening. I'm saying the energy with the Mercury trining in a gift-flowing, harmonious aspect to Neptune, what's going to be most beneficial is accessing the increased sensitivity that we're going to be able to uh, opening ourselves up to the increased sensitivity that we're going to have access to in our, in our vibrational bodies and energy, okay? Anything that's creatively harmonious like music and dance, drama, you know, um, not being in drama, I mean, the, the, the creativity of drama. Um, it, you know, Neptune, once again, Neptune's going to be the overpowering influence. Neptune's going to dominate that mercurial mind. Neptune's going to dominate those plans. Neptune's going to dominate our movement. Neptune's going to dominate our communications and our negotiations. Don't be trying to do no heavy contractual negotiation work. And it'll be favorable if it's around Neptunian things. If you're, you know, doing contracts around the arts or fine arts like that, that that could go really well. But the the energy's going to be more conducive to things of a nonverbal, non-wordy nature. Neptune's going to dissolve all them words, and so our psychic abilities are going to be enhanced. Our two intuitions going to be enhanced and finely tuned. Okay. Um, our best communication is going to come from the things that we don't say but the way that we feel and the way that we make others feel. If you do have an interview around this time, you know, like I said, focus on the details of what you need to communicate, but, focus, but allow yourself to, to, to move through and impact, positively the people that you're trying to impress through the way that you make them feel if you just can't move it around or get out of it or push it back. You don't want to get out of the energy, but if you can't, push it back, okay? The simpler, the better. It's not going to be about endless details because everybody's going to be influenced by this energy. So although you're going to be opening your mouth saying a whole bunch <laughs> especially if you under the lower vibrations of Mercury Square Jupiter, all they're going to hear you saying is wah, 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 But it will be the way you make them feel that they remember, okay? Um, if you were born with Mercury, trying Neptune like Morgan Freeman and Vanessa Williams and Billie Holiday and Shaq once again, and even cult leader Jim Jones. <laughs> then, you know, these people can mesmerize you with their allure, with their energy, okay? Um, that's probably what made Jim Jones so convincing to have all these people come to an entirely other country just to drink the goddamn Kool-Aid. That's a that's mesmerizing allure right there. And so... Um, you know, these people are very convincing. They tend to, especially like when you think about Billie Holiday, and even Vanessa Williams, she ended up, she had a quite a thing career herself, even though she was a, a model and actress. And so, and even Shaq, you see him in 85,000 commercials now, you know, really employing his ability to communicate through his, Magnetism You can't help but look at him Not just because he's g- ginormous But because of this this Creative energy that he displays That he's always seems like he's always displaying In his style of communication um, Like I was saying Tuesday night Now after this The moon finally enters Virgo It'll be void when this happens As well So when the Mercury-Tron-Neptune alignment Happens but then the uh, moon goes into Virgo and Earth sign. So you know, okay, it's coming out of Leo at this point where we were lively and energetic and having fun and enjoying ourselves and, you know, um, engaging in the joy of life, so to speak, and being satisfied to do so. When the moon goes into Earth signs from these fire signs, like when it goes from Aries to Taurus, it kind of is going to seem like it slows down dramatically. So Tuesday night, 741 p.m. Central, uh, we're going to – and it slows down because Earth signs begin to want to get things done. So it's not going to really have time like it did in Aries to be, zooming here, there, and everywhere. It's not going to really have time like when it was in Leo to have fun and let your inner child come out and play and all that stuff. Uh, It wants to get busy, it wants to be productive, it wants to fix things, it wants to clear things out, refine things, purge things, clean things, organize things, detox things, improve things, fix things. It does want to focus on the details. So, uh, like I was saying, more towards the end of the week, when the moon enters Virgo, Virgo is ruled by Mercury, Virgo does want to get things right. Virgo is wanting to focus on the details. Virgo does want to concentrate on specific tasks. Virgo does want to get into their groove, you know, and just get into their zone. Um, and Virgo wants to work. Uh, so the, if you do, if you can push your interview or any, any significant, I keep saying interview, but any significant mercurial event, a meeting, Negotiations, contract signing, um, um, travel, Wednesday and after is going to be better in the week ahead, okay? Um, Virgo is a really analytical sign, you know, my God, and it can be critical and thought finding, so keep that in mind, too, that if you do have an interview while the moon's in Virgo, this energy could be directed towards you as well by the people that are interviewing you, you know, so... But you, you're going to be more likely to be on your P's and Q's and toes anyway, um, more practical, able to break big things into bite-sized chunks. You know, that, that becomes easier when the moon's in Virgo. And we're going to be emotionally satisfied with the moon in Virgo to focus on our health, you know. Um, definitely in earth signs we tend to be satisfied to get out in nature, walk, jog, uh um, you know, stretch Anything uh, helpful um, Be of service to someone uh, Modify our routine Improve our lifestyle Or our routine, okay Things of that nature Anything meaningful Wednesday afternoon, 2.50 p.m., Mercury aligns with Mars. Finally, they they would have been running neck and neck all week. And then finally, Wednesday afternoon, they line up. They're going to line up again uh, twice this year, and both of them is are in September. September 3rd and September 16th of this year, they'll line up, and they won't line up again at all in 2018. Um, uh, until June 18th of 2019, actually, okay? So this 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 energy right here that I'm about to describe pretty much describes the energy of the entire week, especially what I've been mentioning so far about them running neck and neck. Uh, Mars in alignment with Mercury is definitely going to rev up our mental. Mars is the agitator on the lower end and the activator on the highest end. So... It's lined up with Mercury, our mental, our mind, our communications, our movements, our travel is going to rev up. Mars is going to rev up all that activity. So it's going to be a good time for mental activity because we're going to be ready to go when it comes to that. Um, that's beautiful. Yeah, this is going to be real beautiful if you've got some mental activities that you've got to do later in the week. Later is better. Wednesday on. Um it can be, it can also, if you're not vibrating hot on the Mars, of course, it can be, yeah, you'd be rich for argument, rich to confront somebody, <laughs> rich to, you know, go at it with somebody, but of course, it could bode well if you have to stand up for yourself or somebody else in a defense mode, okay? But it can go real bad if you're like provoking somebody or harassing somebody okay, so just make sure you're on the right side of this energy and it could be a really amazing, powerful, beneficial energy in our way ahead to 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 get us further faster Mercury's movement and Mars is moving really fast, and they're in alignment with each other so um it's just gonna get. We're gonna be thinking quick on our feet under this energy, okay? Um, but the but the 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 possibility is gonna be really high for us to get into arguments, for us to lose our school and for us to be, you know, rude. Like we're our minds moving fast, our bodies moving fast. Mercury and Mars are in alignment, and you know we're in line at the grocery store, and we gotta go. So we're being, you know, pushy rude. We did push somebody, and uh, I'm not even going to get into all my stories because uh, I want to get to these uh, tarot pulls for each of the signs. But, you know, um, it's going to be easy to get into a fight next week. I'm going to just put it like that, verbal or physical. Mercury is the verbal and Mars is the physical. So watch it. Make sure you have Make sure you're not sitting around with nowhere to put that abundance of energy. Make sure you put it to some use. If you don't have an interview, if you don't have any mental activities that you can pursue, get some. Because if you don't, you're going to be prime, sit, you're going to be a sitting duck for this energy to manifest uh, on you or in you you know, on you from somebody else or in you towards somebody else. Um, You know, be aware of any energy that you're building up that needs to come out. Don't let it out on the freaking person standing in line with you at the grocery store. Go to the park and get it out. Say what you've been needing to say in a non-aggressive way and get it out. It's okay to be assertive. But it's not okay to be abrasive. I mean, you can say it's okay to be abrasive, but, you know, if you meet your match and you just didn't realize that, you know, Mercury is aligned with Mars not just for you, but for everybody else, you might meet your match next week. So I wouldn't bank on, you know, you being big and bad and you can beat up anybody because you might meet your match. This week. So, especially when it comes to mental energy, even if you're doing a crossword puzzle, even if you are, you know, writing, or, or get that mental energy out. This ain't the week to veg out in front of the TV. You go, Your mind's going to want to do something, and likely your body is going to want to do something. So, if you combine those things, you can. To hit two of them, at, both of them At the same time You know, our mind's going to want to debate But it doesn't have to turn Into an argument Healthy debate is cool, that's a good Mental exercise Solving puzzles a good mental exercise um, You know If somebody comes at you In the wrong way Next week to Your battle carefully okay? This is an easy energy, especially when you're talking about low vibrational aggression mixed with communication and people have aggressive communication, threatening, intimidating, you know, uh, verbal abuse. So uh, the, likely they're just not they're acting before they think the Mars done got ahead of the mercury and they're not balancing it. I love that I've observed over time that the conjunction acts a lot like the opposition. And the wisdom of the opposition is to balance it. If, you're, if you know, you've got two opposing energies, you neutralize them by going to the middle, centering, balancing. The same thing with the conjunction. When two energies are right there with each other, they have to share that space. Mars just can't take over Mercury and punk it like you ain't nothing. I'm Mars. You, Mercury, get the heck out of here. No. Y'all done lined up at what? The uh, 15th degree. Mercury at 15 degrees. Cancer. Mars at 15 degrees. Cancer. Y'all in the same space, boo. You better figure it out. So choose carefully when you, if you are confronted with someone else's aggressive nature next week, choose carefully how you respond. And 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 knowing is half the battle. They come in at you, you. They want to battle you. Well, the fact that you know that this alignment is happening, you 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 halfway to winning right there. The second half of the way is to actually choose to instead of like they're putting their their aggression and their actions before they think. You but you come from that other end and you say, you know, you son do they bud. You know, you are the war day, but you like, nah, I'ma win this in my mind and I'm going to think my way out of this or think my way into victory in this situation. Okay. Um, if you were born with Mercury aligned with Mars in your chart, like Alicia Keys, the Billy Holiday, Lenny Kravitz, the Deep. Chopra, Nora Jones, Kelly Rowland, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Then you know you got a quick mind, you got a sharp mind, and probably got a sharp tongue to go to go with it. And you know you're able to make quick decisions in the moment when others are like hesitating. And you are a good debater, you know. And you you do express yourself courageously. And, you know, people it likely Would admire you for it uh, And these people Likely have to control and balance Once again, their Impulsive and aggressive natures. Um, so Alright Thursday, 3.34pm Central now The moon chimes Venus And it go, puts the moon in void Status, this time for 10 hours And 28 minutes, okay So uh, uh, the moon doesn't go into Libra until Friday, 2:02 a.m. So this is, you know, 2:50 p.m. Central. Obviously, Wednesday, you're not Wednesday after work, you're not hooking up with brand new people. But the the key thing about this time frame is that uh, not Wednesday, 2:50. Hold on, that's the alignment with Mercury and Mars, 3:34 uh, p.m on Thursday. From that point to um, early Friday rising, it's probably just going to be some really good sleep at night and, you know, wrapping up some things that you got started while the moon is in Virgo before it goes into Libra, okay? Let me check on my time here, so I want to make sure I get these in, and we have reached I will go ahead and mention this Mercury opposition to Pluto because, once again, Mercury is on the move next week. Um, And and I'll mention that the moon does enter Libra at 2.02 a.m. And so we end the week in moon and Libra energy, which it should balance out a lot of the craziness of Mercury and Mars being on this rampage of, you know, ups and downs and and opportunities for us to balance out this extremely active energy in our week ahead. So, Friday and Saturday should see us, uh, the 30th and the 1st of July should really find us, you know peaceful, and more tranquil than earlier in the week, okay? Uh, But Thursday, uh, 7.30, 6 p.m. Central, Mercury does oppose Pluto. Um, It's the only time it happens this... uh... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, they got that wrong. You got to check these websites because they put some uh, erroneous information out there. I'm like, no, that's not right. Um, this is the last time that the only time that Mercury opposes Pluto in twenty seventeen and it'll do it again once next year and once in twenty nineteen, June twenty third of next year. So take advantage of this alignment that uh definitely Pluto It's opposition. It's another challenging alignment. So the the odds of us manifesting Pluto on a lower vibration are higher, you know, and that is manipulation, jealousy, obsession, you know, instead of standing up in our Pluto personal power and transforming a situation, namely ourselves, starting with ourselves, you know, especially when it comes to material things, conversations. You know, manipulating people through words, manipulating people's minds. You know, um, Pluto, even the research. You know, you could you could be researching your own psychology, and you, you know, in somebody's voicemail box trying to see who even left a message today. That kind of thing. So this energy of Mercury opposite Pluto, it can be like. You know a, a battlefield it can be a battlefield um, and you could focus on the wrong thing easily if you're vibrating low on this energy, okay um, just obsessive in your thinking, um, really trying to get somebody to do what you want them to do, trying to persuade them to think like you think, and insisting on you know, exposing them or discovering, uh, you know, what they're up to, that kind of thing. And it can really cause a lot of anxiety and it can really cause a lot of obsessive concern, not healthy concern, obsessive concern. Um, but it, on the higher end, it can be this energy where we have these deeply penetrating and transformative conversations. So, um, this energy definitely needs an outlet, kind of with it being Pluto involved, kind of like Mars, since Pluto is Mars's higher octave. Definitely, you want to give it an outlet. This is not going to be, you know, this is just going to be a good time, especially leading up to it, leading up to Thursday. That's when the energy is most intense, when it's leading up to being exact. Uh, to give the part of your mind that wants to research something and understand something, something to research and understand and investigate and uncover. And the healthiest form of that is is a self-analysis, psychological self-analysis and your relationship with yourself, you know, understanding yourself, transforming positively yourself. Okay. Um. Any any type of manipulation you involve yourself in, trying to use your mental powers for evil instead of good, it's only going to, I'm telling you, I told, I've, I've been telling you all all this time, Sun and Mercury are running together and they're governing the entire month ahead. Thoughts become things. You don't have the mental luxury to obsess on some BS. Give your mind something productive to do. And don't endeavor to take advantage of other people because it will come back to you so fast right now, it'll make your head spin. You know, I definitely this is the energy where other people can ha- have this energy coming towards you. But, you know, you take the necessary precautions and you investigate things fairly and thoroughly, but not obsessively where you're getting jealous and manipulative and things like that. Stand up in your own power, but don't use that power to overpower or manipulate other people. Uh, people like Oprah Winfrey, uh, Bob Marley, Queen Latifah, Shaq, Vanessa Williams, and Eartha Kitt were born with this alignment, and they tend to probably deal with struggling internally with their thoughts and how to communicate them and It's really intense and psychological processes that they go through, and they're they're considered probably deep or complex people. I'm gonna jump into with our last 20 minutes left these tarot pools. I love that spirit has been leading me to do that. Do this. I will mention when I get back on the air next week, uh, Friday's uh, first quarter moon in Libra um, at 7:51 p.m. Central. And as well I'll dig deeper into I I've dug pretty deep already into Tyron uh, stationing retrograde on Saturday the first at two oh nine AM Central. Uh, but I'll I'll dig deep up even deeper for you, okay? All right, I'm gonna start out with cancer since this is the summer solstice or summer season tarot pool, since cancer is the sign that initiates the season, okay? Uh, For cancer, I pulled the eight of swords, and the message for you is this, cancer. When you finally decide to be fearless with your feelings primarily, you can move away from negativity and thoughts, speech, and behavior, cancer, and move into the freedom that you crave. Each time you are presented in the season ahead, the summer season, each time you're presented with a choice, choose to surrender, Cancer. Choose to surrender your outlook to the truth of who you are, your higher self that intuitively knows. Okay? Libra, the Five of Wands came up for you. Are you fed up yet, Libra? Are you finally ready to move from conflict? And feeling out of control, you, Libra, can access peace and productivity again as you become a seeker of solutions and an arbiter of discipline in your thoughts, speech, and behavior. You are stronger than you think, Libra, because you are simply battle weary. If you don't think you're strong, Libra, it's just because you're battle weary. Dig deep into your faith in yourself, and hold your head up high as you give yourself the time and space to feel your way into internal growth. A lot of the cards came came up are just really strong in this energy and suggestion to feel the very energy I started this broadcast out with. So take heed. This is a recurring message from spirit, and when spirit repeats itself, it means listen. It's important. Don't miss this. Pay attention. Capricorn, the page of cups jumped out (laughs) for you. So the message here, Capricorn, is that it is okay to feel, Capricorn. It's okay to feel. It is okay to be kind. It is okay to reach out and offer the olive branch of peace. It is okay to apologize and to forgive. You may have been fearful of feeling hurt and pain, but it's that same fear that has kept you from feeling joy and love. This is the season to initiate getting back in touch with your emotions, intuition, and spirit. All the love that you already are is waiting to be experienced and shared. And you can reacquaint yourself with it starting anytime you choose. The Page of Cups is an initiatory energy, Capricorn. Your very energy. Capricorn is an initiatory energy. And, of course, I've explained that Cancer, uh, the very season that's starting off this summer, is an initiatory energy. So that's a very repetitive uh, message for you specifically to initiate. It's what you do. You You may have not been doing it, but that's what you're being called to be at some point over this summer season. Aries, you got the nine of cups. Whatever has come to an end for you, Aries, whether you recognize it as such or not, is a sign that you have won. Won. You made it. If you can manage to see the situation for what it is, instead of continuing to dream it as you want it to be, you can see And feel the satisfaction and pleasure that is built into it. This is a season, Aries, to start to trust yourself again. Positive affirmations and visualizations will help pat yourself on the back. Good job, Aries. It may not feel like good job, but Spirit is saying good job. Uh, Scorpio, you got the two of wands, okay? So seize the day, Scorpio. Should you stay? Or should you go? If that's what you're asking yourself, or or if you're, you know, in this indecisive or confused energy I was explaining earlier, think outside of the box. There are more than two alternatives. Should you stay or should you go? There are more options than you see before you. Pioneer Scorpio a new way that breaks the mold you are holding the world in your hands. You have been held back, delayed, and bored long enough. Boldly choose this season to go where you haven't gone before and authoritatively begin to call the shots in your life again, marching to the beat of your own drum. The old tunes are played out. You are leveling the playing field. Enjoy. Pisces, you got the eight of wands. Continue to put your best foot forward and give it all you've got, but allow things to unfold. Allow, Pisces. They are unfolding with great neck speed whether you see it or not. So don't fret. Stay focused on tying up loose ends and completing unfinished business So nothing, so that nothing will be holding you back when what has been developing is finally revealed. Everything is coming together, Pisces. While you are practicing patience, seek peace through meditation and learning to embrace stillness. Okay? Things are moving ahead. Just trust that. Aquarius, you got, your card fell out <laughs> while I was shuffling. Uh, you got the Queen of Swords. Don't ignore what you feel, Aquarius. Be honest with yourself about your feelings. That is actually what will allow you to keep from being fooled, not denying your feelings. That will be what leads to more pain if you do choose to deny your feelings. By all means, Aquarius, consult your head and be realistic, but then consult your heart also as you weigh the pros and cons. Uh, A single mother or a Libra woman could be attempting to interfere in your love life. Take what she says into consideration, but this is your life, Aquarius. You must handle it with openness and directness in order to succeed in this next season. For Gemini, your card fell out also. You got the King of Cups. Uh, And the wisdom here is to remain calm, Gemini, and keep this approach, this calm approach, even when others are losing it around you. In nurturing yourself and showing yourself compassion, it is positioning you to exhibit this when others need it. You have simply been getting the much-needed practice of being diplomatic, wise, and accepting your own limitations. Because in this season, you will be required to show that same thing to others. You have been guided through your healing in order to heal others. A Scorpio man could be part of the picture. If you don't know what to do, at least be willing to listen. He could be coming to nurture you. Either way, find a way to be open to love. And still draw healthy boundaries so you are not used, abused, or taken for granted. Okay, Gemini? For Virgo, your card jumped out as well. You got the the eight of swords. If you're feeling confused, Virgo, simply take some of the pressure off of yourself. Likely you have put it there yourself based on feeling as though you have to please others or because you are afraid of making the wrong decision. You may need to isolate from others, namely the ones that are pressuring you to make a certain decision long enough to come to your own conclusion independent of their direct influence. Virgo, be open to spirit messages and spiritual guidance. Getting out in nature is a good way to ground your energy and connect spiritually in order to gain some perspective that isn't painted with the pressure of others' selfish desires, okay? Taurus, you got the Queen of Cups. Um, get to the water, Taurus. Be it physical water, lake, river, ocean, soaking in a tub, etc. Um, drinking plenty of water daily, seeking the counsel of a supportive, nurturing woman or a motherly figure, or getting to your emotions, the water of your emotions and allowing yourself to try a little tenderness. Reacting with sensitivity and compassion towards yourself and others. Respect what you feel, Taurus, okay? The very energy of the cancer season is on your side. Queen of Cups is the card of cancer. Get in touch with your inner emotional foundation, Taurus, and know that everything will flow from there inside of you. Leo, uh, you got the seven of wands. The wisdom here is to stand firm, Leo and go for what you want. Go for it. It is yours for the taking, Leo, no matter what odds are against you. By keeping a clear head and being clear in your actions, making them align with what's in your head, your thoughts and your words, letting your yes be your yes and your no be your no, and giving it all you've got and hanging in there, you are certain to be victorious in battle. Nobody said it would be easy, Leo, but take advantage of your position and be unyielding in the face of those who would love to see you falter. Give them hell, Leo, and let them hear you roar. All right, last but not least, Sagittarius, you got the three of wands. Uh, Because you are seeing the big picture, Sag, And you are taking full responsibility, and uh, for all these signs, also the ascendant or the rising sign if you're a sad descendant, as well as moon and Sag, Um, and your Venus and Mars if you're looking for love in all the right places. Um, Sag, because you're seeing the big picture and you're taking full responsibility for where you are as well as for where you are heading, you can be happy with the decisions you have made. Continue to display maturity and belief in yourself. You are indeed growing, Sagittarius, and you are indeed going into new territory in your life. It is okay to move on, Sag, and it is okay to plan for your future. Although it may feel lonely at times, to the degree that you move forward with confidence in your abilities, there is good fortune ahead. Others may have to simply catch up as they follow your lead. It's lonely being in the front. It's lonely being in the to- at the top sometimes, but that's, that's where you're supposed to be in this new season, Sagittarius. So by all means, lead the way um, and, and enjoy your time at the top, even if it's lonely at times. It won't be lonely for long because you, you, the people who are following after your example are going to soon catch up, okay? That's what I have for y'all today. It has been my divine pleasure to be of service to you uh, by way of hosting this show. Stay connected to mamadataastrology.com, myastrologypoach.com. Shout out to the Dark Pixie Astrology, Astrology King, um, Astro Shaman, AstroYogaLove.com, and the Dark Pixie Astrology, I believe I may have mentioned already, um, for Mm -hmm. wisdoms and insights that added to the notes for today's show. And uh, definitely don't hesitate to contact me for readings, for reports, the solar, if you've got a birthday coming up, um, solar return reports are pivotal. Um, Additionally, uh, just your natal chart report, just a full book, 60 pages, just all about you, all about your chart. Um, You can still reach out to me for those. Um, it's cancer season, you know, it's the most private part of our chart. It's where we nurture our needs and our inner core and emotional foundation and our roots and our family and those that support us and and, and in the ways that we support ourselves. So I'm doing a lot of, you know, internal work and work on my own. You know, I haven't really been advertising for a whole bunch of services, uh, and and still don't plan to for, the, for this particular time being, but don't hesitate to reach out. I am here. I am at your service, and it is my divine pleasure to serve you. So, until next week, I love you, and thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Peace. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky.